0: Okay, so we're going to pick it up from three lines into Daf Hamad Aleph, just to review, because today's Gemara is, again, it's a continuing of a conversation, but it's a pretty tedious, at least the first Alman is pretty tedious. The Mishnah had said, the Mishnah was describing Yados. Yados is a nether, not in the exact lushon of a Karbon, of a Kainam. It's where it's, you're saying it, it's not the exact full formulation, but you get the gist. So, the Mishnah described Yados as as follows, Mudrani Mimcha, miruchukani Mimcha, mifrushani mimcha. Okay, which means I'm distancing myself from you. And then the Mishnah said, I'm distancing from myself from you that I want to eat food. So Shmuel started off the Gemara and the After and the that, Shmuel said, you have to say both formulations. If you just say one without the other, it's, 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 it's not. It's not going to be a problem. So the, it's not going to be a thing. The problem was we rejected that from the Brysa because the Brysa indicates that one without the other is Usr. So Shmuel said, fine, fine, fine. What I meant is like this. You need to say both for only one side to be usr. If you just say one half of the formulation, you just say mudrani memcha, then it's I'm asering my food to you and your food to me. It goes in both directions. If you say both, then only one direction is aser. That was the last thing we said, and we said on the top of the line, and this backs up, Rav Yossi Barchanina, because Rav Yossi Barchanina said, Mudrani that if you say this for, first, stimulation, first uh, 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 stipulation, just mudrani Mimchad, this first statement, shnei it's asr in both directions, so that's what Shmuel meant. So according to Shmuel, and this is very important because the Gemara is going to change this like 10 times before the end of the Daf. according to Shmuel, if you say both formulations, one direction asr, one formulation, both directions are asr. And that's what Rav, Yo- Rav Yossi Bar said. Here's the problem. According to Rav Yossi Bar if you say mudrani hemach, both are asr. Here's the problem. Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, hareni alecha I am to you cheirem, which is the same thing as mudrani Right? You're saying a half of a stipulation. You're not saying mashiachal. You're not referring to food. Mm-hmm. You're just saying... Hareini alecha which again, according to Rav Yosi Bar according to Shmuel, it's Usr in both directions. What does the Mishnah say? It's only Usr for the person who you said it about, not about yourself. Meaning, if I say, mudrani, uh, if I say hareini alecha that means you can't eat my food, but I can eat your food. Here's the problem. I thought if you say that first statement, it works both directions. This is it's working in one direction. Meaning, according to Shmuel and according to Rav Yosi Bar if you speak out both parts of the statements, you say, then it's one direction. But if you just say the first part, it's both directions. The problem is this Mishnah is the first part, and it says it's only in one direction. It's only the Mudr is usr, but the Madr is not Asr. So that's not like what you said. So the Gemara says, no, when the Mishnah says, it's, it, the Mishnah didn't, didn't tell you the full statement of what you said. When you said that, you didn't actually just say that alone. You also said, when it said, that I am to you, and then it said it's only usher in one direction, I thought it should be usher in both directions, the answer is you didn't just stop there. You also said, but you are not usher to me, meaning you, you spoke it out that it's only in one direction. Okay. The next part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah then says, uh, Again, you say that first step, statement, only half of the statement, cherem, you to me, you are to me, cherem. Then the one that you said it about is us but not yourself. So again, it's only one half of the statement. But I thought one half of the statement Asr is in both directions. The answer is you still you, the answer is again the same answer, which is that when the Mishnah said that, you didn't just stop there. the You you actually verbalized. It's only in one direction. Here's the problem. So, you, again, so right now we're saying that according to Shmuel and according to Be'osu Berchanina, if you just say this vague statement, mudrani hemach, if you just say that like vague statement, mudrani hemach or harini alecha just that vague statement, it works both directions. And when the Mishnah says, not like that, that's where you verbalized, I only want it to go in one direction, not both. The problem is, the Mishnah then describes a scenario where it's also in both directions, and it's not mudrani hemach and it's not harini The Gemara, The Mishnah specifically says, Abel Stamma my Shnei Masurim. say for the end of the Mishnah says, If you say, I am Asir to you and you are to me, then Shnei Masurim. Which is pretty posh But what does that indicate? That implies that it's only Asir if you verbalize it in both ways. But if you just say that vague statement of Mudrani Heimach or Hareni Alecha Cherim, it doesn't work in both directions, which is not like Raviyosibar Barchanina so the Gemara answers, okay, the Gemara says, You're right, we have to tweak Rav Yossi Bar Hanina. Where Rav Yossi Bar who actually said was, We actually have to tweak it, that when Rav Yossi Bar Hanina actually said, It only ossers in one direction. Okay, so we started off the daf assuming that Rav Bachanina would say the mudrani himach asis in both directions. Now we're saying, no, no, only in one direction. Here's the problem. The reason, why do we introduce Rav Bachanina? We introduce Rav Bachanina because we had a problem. Shmuel said his shita, which was, you need to say both parts of the statement. Mudrani himach emashe'echo. You need that. And we said, well, what do you mean you need that? I thought it's usr even with half of it. So we said, no, no. It's usr with half of it one way. If you just say that first part, mudrani imach, it both directions. And that's what Raviyoshi Bechanina said. And now we're focusing on Raviyoshi Bechanina and we're tweaking Rav Bechanina. And we say, no, no, no. Raviyoshi Bechanina actually didn't say that. He actually said mudrani imach, it in one direction. What about Shmuel now? Shmuel and Raviyoshi Bechanina were, were saying the exact same thing. So we've, we're focusing on Raviyoshi Bachanina and we're ripping him apart and we're changing what he said but now we're still stuck at Shmuel, which is, right now we're saying that when you say mudrani Hemach, that statement alone, it only asers in one direction. Perfect. But then what does Shmuel mean? Again, we start, and it's not just Shmuel's statement. Shmuel had an elaborate statement, and that is you need to say both parts of the yad, both parts of the neder, to aser. So we said, what does that mean? And we said, what that means is if you say both halves, it asers one way. Mudrani Himach asers in both directions. But now we've proven that that's not true. So we're changing our Yosim Bechanina, but now we're back to Shmuel. Now that we've proven that Mudrani Himach does not answer in both directions, what is Shmuel talking about? You understand? Meaning Shmuel started off by saying you have to say both statements, and if you don't, then something happens. So what does that mean? So we said, well, if you say both statements, it answers in one direction. If you say one statement, it asers in both directions. But now we're proving that if you say Mudrani Himach, which is one statement, it answers in one direction only. So what is Shmuel talking about? Shmuel started off, it's very funny by the way that they're coming, it's by far the hardest part of the Maseches so far. But um, I would say it gets easier than this, I honestly don't know, I take it day by day. But uh, the Gemara says that, so basically we started off by saying that according to Shmuel you have to, there's a distinction between saying half of the statement and the whole statement. And we prove what that means is, if you say the whole statement, it asses in one direction. If you say half of the statement, it asses in both directions. But now we're proving that if you say half of the statement, it also only asses in one direction. So back to Shmuel's problem, which is, what is the difference between saying, which is half of the statement, or which is the whole statement. What's the difference? At first we thought, if you say the whole thing, it only asks in one direction, half of it asks in both. But now we've proven saying half asks it in one direction also. So what is the difference? Okay, easy. So the Gemara says... Um, uh, the Gemara answers, You've answered but go back to how we understood Shmuel. Shmuel said that if you say both statements, it ases one way. But if you say the first statement, it ases in both directions. But now you're saying, Mudrani Hemach only ases in one direction. So what's the difference between saying Mudrani Hemach? one statement, or Majani the full statement. What's the difference now? They both only answer in one direction. Okay, so the answer is we have to change what Shmuel said. This is what Shmuel actually meant. Again, Shmuel started off by saying that there is a difference between saying the full statement and half of the statement. And we're, again, and we thought, we're, we're trying to figure out what, what is the distinction. So we've said the distinction is which direction it ossers. Just me ossering you, or ossering both of us. But now we're saying that's not true. So you know what Shmuel meant? This is what Shmuel actually meant. You know what Shmuel meant? If, and this, uh, Gavin, I think we spoke about the ends of yesterday's daf. That if you say the full statement, then it it asers only in one way. It always always only asers in one direction. What what Shmuel meant is like this. If you say the full statement, then I'm assering food. But if I just say "mudrani mimach, then because when "mudrani mimach actually translates to, I probably should have said this about 20 minutes ago, "Mudrani mimach translates to, I am distancing myself from you. According to Shmuel, if you just say that vague statement, it doesn't just aser food, it asers everything. I can't talk to you, I can't borrow your food. Caleb, I can't go to your house. I, it askers all hana. Okay. So that's that's what Shmuel meant. So the distinction between saying the whole statement and the half of the statement is what are you offering? Are you offering just eating or are you offering everything? And here's the problem. The problem is the whole statement just the food because you're clarifying what you're himach, I'm distancing myself regarding food but I could still I could still I could still benefit from you in your house I could still do other things I could still swim in your pool whatever that's a vague statement it answers legamri here's the problem I'm going to read you Shmuel's lashon from yesterday Shmuel says think about this if you say half of the statement it asers everything. If you say the whole statement, it minimizes the iser. It only asers food. But what does he say? Bekulon, for all of these things, it's only aser, it's only aser if you say the whole thing. Shmuel's lashon indicates that if you say the whole thing, it makes the iser bigger. But now we're saying, if you say the whole thing, it makes the iser smaller. So that his lashon doesn't work. He says, Bekulon, ad shiom, it's only us if, you, if you say the whole statement. But now we're saying, if you actually say the whole statement, it's minimizing the answer. It's not maximizing the answer. So Shmuel's Lashen just does not work in, in this answer. So the Gemara says, um, And then Shmuel should say that. And, and the way the Ron describes it, Shmuel's Lashen is the exact opposite of this. So Shmuel does not indicate this. So you know what the answer is? I think this is the most obvious answer, and that is Shmuel saying there's a distinction between saying half of the statement and the whole statement. You know what the distinction is? If you say half of the statement, Shmuel holds it doesn't answer at all. Uh-huh. Shmuel disagrees with Aviyosi He holds that it doesn't answer at all. Why? When you say Mujrani mimkha that means I'm I'm distancing myself from you. That could mean that I'm answering, I'm making an or it could be just I don't want to talk to you. Right? Mudrani just means, uh, Mudrani Macha, I'm, I'm, I'm distancing myself from you. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm making another, it just means I hope to not talk to you today. Because I just don't like you. So Shmuel actually holds, Shmuel feels that Mudrani Mimcha, the first law shown so Shmuel actually is indicating properly, and that is it's only Asr if you say the whole statement. Okay. If you say the first half of the statement, Mudrani Macha, it doesn't Asr at all. Why? Because it's called a Yad Shein Moichiach. It's a Yad that's too vague. Because it's too vague, Shmuel's opinion is a yad, meaning a neder, not in the formula's neder, that's vague, does not count. Every yad is kind of vague. This is too vague. Too vague. It's not clear what I'm talking about. And his example of a yad. Well, that's a full yad. I mean, according to Shmuel, you have to do a full yad. You do just do medrani himach, if you just say half of the lashen of a yad, it's nothing. It's too vague. It's not, the he's whole water. Water. not saying I'm on myself to Meaning from a neder in the Torah From the Torah is yes. yes. uh, yes. ze Alai Where you're using the formulator from the Torah You're using the proper lashon from the Torah yad is where you're using your own Gist, you're not specifically saying I'm not going to eat this bread, but you're saying I'm distancing myself from food It's not exactly, but it's the gist of it This is half of that Mudranimcha. <laughs> Shmuel holds that a yad, which is itself the, just the gist of the nether, that is unclear, is vague, does not count. Rav Yosi Barchanina disagrees with that. And that's fine. You could have Amiroyim disagreeing. But Shmuel's opinion is that if you just say mudranimimcha, it doesn't do anything because it's too vague. And the Gemara speaks out this is called a yad she'ein mochiach. It's a lushon that itself is too vague, and Shmuel holds that that's nothing. I mean, you could look at it as that it asr's everything. We're actually saying no, it asr's nothing. The Gemara speaks it out. Um, if you say just that first loss Which means I'm just distancing myself from you It's not mashma anything Why? could just mean I don't want to talk to you When a guy says to his friend I'm not talking to you right now It doesn't mean he's making a nether It just means he's not happy with him Or if you say Mufurshani mimcha, which is another lashon, which is also vague. It means I'm not going into business with you. Again, not a nether, just, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with you in business. Meruchukani um, mimcha, And if you say meruchukani mimcha, it's not a nether, go to the next page, it just means I'm not, I'm not standing near you, I don't want to stand near you. But again, all of these lashonas don't actually imply anything, because Shmuel's opinion is, a yad she'ein mochiach which means a a lushone that is vague is not effective at all and the Gemara says, could we deduce from here that Shmuel holds, that if you have a Yad, which is a Lashon, that's not clear, that's it's vague, that it's not effective, and the answer is in, yes, that is Shmuel's opinion. Shmuel mukim lamastisen kerav Yehuda. Now here's the deal, this concept of a Lashon that's vague, whether it's effective or not, is not just relevant regarding the darim. we'll be done in actually like five minutes, it's not just relevant regarding the darim; it's also relevant regarding a get. There's a machloikas tanoim in Gitin. What is the minimum you have to write on a get for it to be effective? The vague version, the Yadaim Shein Mochiach, is you just write on the get, you write on a piece of paper, you're mutter to everyone. Now, that's vague because I'll tell you why. I get what you're trying to do. You're obviously trying to divorce her. But you never wrote that this document will serve as the get. So it's called a Yadaim Shein Mochiach. It's a Lashon that's vague because. It's clear, I get that you're indicating you want to divorce her, but you, you, you're not writing. Like, the purpose of a get is that the get is used to sever the relationship. You never wrote that. You just wrote, l'chol You wrote to everybody. It's a machleikas tanoim if you write that on a piece of paper, is that an effective get? That itself is the shayla. And we'll see in a moment. It could be they're not comparable, but Shmuel feels that it is. Shmuel feels that that shayla by Gitin could be applied to nedarim, and if by Gitin a vague lushan is not effective. By nadarim, a vague lushan is also not effective. The Gemara says, Shmuel mukim lamasis and the Shmuel follows the view that a vague lushan is not effective by a get. Why? Da Omar, Yadim Shimikhislah, Yadim, it's not. Where is this opinion by Gitin? It says, Guva shall get. What is the minimum you have to write on a document for it to be a valid divorce document? So the Tanakama's opinion is, Hare Amu Tarasla All you have to write is your mutter. Now, that's a little vague because obviously, again, it's clear you're trying to divorce her, but it's not clear you're trying to divorce her with this paper. Maybe you're saying that we've already gotten divorced, or I plan on divorcing you. It's not clear that you plan on divorcing her with this paper, so it's considered a vague law shown. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Now, by the way, you could argue very simply, and I think I get from Alicia. I've I've been learning with Alicia enough that I know his faces. I'm pretty sure that Alicia's bothered by the fact that while that's not as vague as here because... um, you can only divorce your wife, you can't divorce someone else's wife. So by you saying, Harei while it's vague, it's not that vague. Over here, is really vague. could mean I don't like you, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to hang out with you, or it could mean I'm making a nether. This is much more vague than that. I'll, I'll give you that, and the Gemara is going to point that out in a little bit. But Shmuel feels they're comparable. Yeah, oh, okay, those <laughs> yeah, no, Don't we say by, by Gittin, don't we say specifically that there used to be a safer creesus? So that's that's crisis? so it's a machloikis of how creesus it has to be. Yes, by Gittin it has to be clear. Croesus means cut. Clear cut. It is a machloikis, That that's that's goof cool of that sugi over there of, of, of how clear it has to be. So it's still considered clear. Yeah. Correct. Because you you got the because they feel karis means that you mentioned the severing of the marriage. Which you did. You just didn't say that it's going to be with this document. Rav Yehuda disagrees. He says, no, you have to add. That's not enough, because that's vague. No good. What do you have to add? V'dayn dahavi lechi minoi sefer tiruchin shvukin. This document will be in a sefer a, tiruchin, a book of severance. And a letter of, of, of separation. Meaning... They, Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's not enough just to write, you actually have to clarify this document will serve as the divorce. So that machloikis of whether a vague Lashon is effective for Gittin, Shmuel feels is the same Shila by nidarim by a Nazir. And our Mishnah, which Shmuel feels, that you have to say the whole statement, because half the statement is vague, is following the uh, Rabbi Yehuda, that you have to be clear. The same way you have to be clear by Gittin, you have to be clear by nidarim. Meaning... Our Mishnah, which which, Rabbi, which Shmuel feels tells you you have to be clear, you have to say the whole thing, you have to be clear, is following Rav Yehuda, not the Tanakama, Because again, the Tanakama feels you don't have to be clear by Gittin, so you wouldn't have to be clear by Nadarim. How does Shmuel know, when Shmuel looks at this Mishnah, and Shmuel knows that there's a Machlekes Tanoim whether you have to be clear by Gittin, and he's extrapolating the same Machlekes that apply to Nadarim as well. There's a Machlekes whether you have to be clear. Tanakama feels you don't. Rav Yehuda feels you do. He says... I believe our mission is following Rav Yehuda. You have to be clear. Why would you do that? If you could choose to make the Mishnah work, you would always choose to go with the Tanakhama, which is the majority opinion. Why is Shmuel, what, what meaning, it's not that Shmuel choosing, what indicates from the Mishnah that Shmuel sees that the Mishnah is following Rav Yehuda, that it has to be clear? So the Gemara says, why does Shmuel, what, how does Shmuel know to force the Mishnah to follow Rav Yehuda? Maybe it should follow the rabbanon. You don't have to be clear. The answer is, there's one word that stands out to him. The fact that it says Shani because if Shani if Oichel is a very clear Lashon. It's saying that which I'm that which I'm eating. Shani That which I'm eating regarding you. The extra "loch" clarifies it more. The fact that the Mishnah adds the word "loch" indicates that it has to be more clear. Because if the Mishnah was following the Tanakhama, that it could be vague. There's no reason why it should be. It should have to be the word "loch." Does someone take a Gemara? Oh, interesting. Could everyone just check the beginning of the Gemaras to see if it's not? There you go. I I'm pretty yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> We got the culprit. We got the culprit. So uh, is the is that extra, that because you remember that segment, Is that why it's not that's not cross-breeding. No, why? Cuz you're talking to someone Madrani mah yeah. me mashri eucho. Yeah. Yeah, the point is you, you already clear. I'm talking to you and I say "Mudrani hemach, manish eucho. It's clear that I'm trying to answer. Uh, uh, you know, answer your food, but he says loch. The ad, the extra loch tells you, told Shmuel that our Mishnah follows the view that it has to be incredibly clear, no vague at all, no Shiloh who you're talking about, and that's how Shmuel knew. That that Shaila that, that our mission is following the view of Rav Yehuda, that Yadaim shein Mechichas is not good and it has to be 100% clear. Now, before we finish the Da'af, what we're going to end is like this. Shmuel is of the opinion that a neder, that is vague, a Yad, shein mochiach, a Loshon, that is vague, is not a good Loshon. That's actually a Machloik Es Itmar. The Gemara says, Yadayim shein Mechichos, if you make a Loshon of a neder that's not clear, a vague lashon, Abaya Amar Yadaim. abaya says it's a good lash, it's a good neder. Rava Amar loy havin Yadaim, and Rav says it's not good. So it's a machloekas between Abaya and Ravah whether this lashon that's vague. So like Mudrani Heimach, which is it could be it means I'm distancing myself from you because I don't want to talk to you, or it could be I'm distancing myself from you and not let you eat your food. Either one, it's vague. It's a machloekas Abaya and Ravah whether it's a good lashon on its own. So it says the Gemara Amar Ravah. Rava who feels that it's not a good Lashon, he says, how do I know this? Rav'idi Sabrli, Omar Krah, the Pasuk says, Nazir Lahazir Hashem," right? The Pasuk says, Nazir Lahazir, which we said the source, that a Yad of a Nazir, that again, a Nazir, which is, the Yad of a Nazir means the Lashon of a Nazir, that's not the classic Lashon. The source is from Nazir Lahazir, the yad of a nozir has to be treated like a regular nozir. When the Torah describes the Nazir, it says, um, the, I'll read you the pasik. The pasik says, <laughs> Yafli means clear, it means clarified. Yafli means in a clear, concise way. So because the pasik describes a Nazir as hafla'ah, right? Hafla'ah. Which I actually just want to try. I want to get the. um, um, Hold on one second. I want to get the exact lotion. Hafla means clear utterance. Hafla means clear. So because another has to be clear. The Yad of Nozer also has to be clear. So that's why Rava feels that a Yad that's unclear, a vague Lashen, is not good because the posa clearly states it has to be Hafla. Hafla means clear. And if it's not clear, it's no good. That's where Rava gets it from. So the Gemara says, Haf Yad, this is Hafla. Okay, fine. So you have a Machlokas Abayin Rava whether a vague nether is an effective nether. So the Gemara wants to say, what's Abayin Rava's argument about? It should be the same machlokis as gitin. Giin is a Machlokas Tanoim, right? We referenced the Machlokas already. If I write a vague Lashon on a Get, is it a good Get? It's a Machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama. That same Machlokas is a Bayan Rava. So a Bayan Rava, who are Amaroyim, who are later, they're arguing about Nedarim, it's the same Machlokas as you have by Giin. Okay. So the Gemara says, Let's assume that the Machlokas, a Bayan Rava, about whether a vague nether is a good nether. It's the same machlokas about whether a vague get is a good get. Ditznan, as the Mishnah says, shivukin as we had before. If you say a vague losh by a get, is it a good get? It's a machlokas tanoyim. That seems to be the same machlokas abay and Rav about a vague nether. And the Gemara says, No. And we'll end with this. Abaya Rabbin Abai responds, no. Abaya says, I who feel that a vague nether is a good nether, I work according to everybody. Why? Meaning in other words, he's going to say the machlokas of Gittin is not comparable to Nadarim. Abaya says, or Elisha says, which is, it could be in general throughout the Torah, a vague law shown is effective. Why by gittin do they argue, and why is Rabbi Yehuda against a vague lashon? Because the pasuk says sefer krisus. Krisus means cut, clear, concise. So it's dafka by gittin that Rabbi Yehuda is strict. But throughout the Torah, kolat kula, a vague lashon is an effective lashon. Ravah says the exact opposite. Rava says, no, I could work according to everybody as well. Meaning, Ravah who feels that a vague nether is not a good nether he says, yeah, but by gittin, I, I, I'd be cool with a vague lashon. Why? Ravah Amar, I know a da'amirafil I can't like a da'amir and delay the answer is, Rav says, very simple, and that is, by a get, you want to know why a vague lashon is effective? Because it's pretty easy to figure out what you're talking about. You're giving your wife a paper that says you're allowed to marry other men. Yes, it's technically vague, but who? You can only divorce one woman. You can't divorce someone else, so it's pretty clear what you mean. This lashon, a vague neder, is much more vague than a vague get a vague nether could mean i'm saying my food's usher to you it could mean i don't like your face it could mean i don't want to talk to you it could mean a lot of things because a vague nether could mean a lot of things it's not effective but a vague get while it's technically vague in the classical linguistic English. sense you, you understand what the person's talking about so rubber feels that it's effective i will stop here good job for all the guys that uh, hung out yeah.